A warm welcome to all who join us at St. Anne's today and those who join us by way of live stream every Sunday here at St. Anne's at our 11 o'clock Mass. He called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. I'm not so sure I would have done that with such trust. No, I think I would have asked a lot of questions first before signing up for this. What's the pay? What's the pension? What's the insurance? What guarantees do I have that this will make me successful? happy. I want a long career with this. I'm not going to just settle for a month or two or a year. I want a long-term commitment. See, Matthew tells us in the Gospel that these apostles didn't ask any questions. He called them, and they got up and followed him. And poor Zebedee, their father, left all alone in the boat. I don't think I would have left my father like that, would you? So it's interesting. These apostles didn't debate. They didn't discern. They didn't take the time, we're told. They just followed him. And immediately they left their boat and followed him. Now, there's one apostle here, not mentioned in this story, but I'd like to reflect on him because he has something I think that we all have in common. Judas. I'm not going to canonize him in any way, but I want you to reflect with me on how important Judas is in the whole story of the life and death and resurrection of Jesus. Remember, Jesus called Judas by name. Our Lord didn't do that without purpose, intelligence, and wisdom. There's something about Judas who probably asked a lot of questions. Why? Because Judas was a politico a political revolutionary in his day, a member of the Sicari family, Judas Iscariot. They were well-known rebels. These rebels would go into crowds with little knives and stick people in the back and create chaos. Judas's game was to basically follow Jesus with an agenda. The agenda would be a political revolution to overturn the Romans and reestablish a political leadership of Pharisees and Sadducees and himself, no doubt. And in the midst of this is a lot of money. Remember, Judas held the money bags. He was their bursar, their purser. He kept the money. And with money, you can make deals with your political friends. 
And so Judas is very much doing this, and Jesus knows it. It's not as though our Lord didn't have any idea what Judas was doing. He knew the Sicarii family. All Jews knew. He knew Judas and called him, just like the others. But unlike the others, as we see here, who didn't ask any questions, Judas has an agenda. And he's going to be asking Jesus a lot of questions over the next three years of their public ministry together. And the questions will be, are you intent on being a king? What am I going to get out of this? Will there be success for me? Will I rise in the political framework of my culture here? What's in it for me? Are you going to make me successful and happy? And over time, as Jesus preaches, he's talking about a kingdom that is not of this world. And this has to begin to frustrate Judas, who says, no, 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 no. I signed up for the revolution. I signed up because you talked about a kingdom. And my expectation is that you are the Messiah, yes, and so therefore you're a king. You're King David, reincarnate. And Jesus says, you don't get it, Judas. You're not following me because of me. You're following me because you want something out of this for yourself. And this will set up a great tension for Judas. And of course, in the end, he has a choice to make. Now, those three years go by very quickly. And Judas is watching everything that Jesus is saying and doing, and is very impressed. Who wouldn't be? Teaching in their synagogues, curing every disease and illness among the people. There's money to be made there. Remember, people paid for miracles. You want to pay for that miracle? Get to the head of the line, sit in the front pew? You're going to pay Judas. Oh yeah, he made a lot of money on these miracles. We know that. A lot was being done behind the scenes. Judas was getting rich off the miracles. Thousands of people coming. Can you get me to the front line, Judas? You can just see it. Sure. I'll make a deal with you. Yeah, he was a money man in the worst way. And then the choice. Clearly, this is not working out. And he wants out. And he wants this to end. And so he's colluded with the high priests, and he's given 30 pieces of silver, and he has a choice to make. And so he chooses to betray Jesus. And you know the rest of the story. But the rest of the story, don't forget that he threw those pieces of coins back at the high priest and said, I can't do this. So there's a moment where Judas has become so confused about his desire to follow Jesus and the desire to serve himself. And that's the confusion. And of course, he goes out and hangs himself. Suicide becomes his way out. It's a tragic story. 
But I bring up Judas because I think there's a little bit of Judas in a lot of us, certainly in me. I preach to myself. Because I'm not always sure I trust the Lord. I don't know that I would get out of my boat immediately and follow him. I think I'd like to ask a lot of questions. And then I'm wondering, do I get so confused as to whether this world and all that I'm doing is really about me or just about us? Or is it about the Lord? Do I keep my eyes fixed on Jesus? Because I know from experience when I don't, that's when there's confusion. That's when I'm impatient, uncharitable. I can say things I don't want to say, do things I really don't want to do. Temptations. I get caught in the baggage of my agenda. And so there's a lot of Judas in me. Now, the brilliance of our Lord calling Judas is that a lot of us can identify with Judas. I don't think most of us would have gotten out of our boats immediately and left our father behind. I think most of us would have said, okay, where is this going to lead me, Lord? What's the deal in this for me? What am I getting out of this? See, I think a lot of people then turn away from Jesus, and we know that from the Gospels, when they didn't get the miracle. I paid for it, Judas, but I didn't get cured. So I think then, again, when we don't get what we want, a lot of times we walk away. We walk away from relationships. We walk away from people. We walk away from family. We walk away because it's not working our way. And we're told a lot of people walked away. And Jesus was very disappointed because they were following him for the wrong reasons. So the question today is, how well do you follow him? How much trust do you really have to follow him? 